0: This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing,
1: construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving
2: you. And again, this is... It was kind of interesting on, on Saturday when I turned in my rental car... Uh, I was talking to this this kid. Uh, I say kid, young man, probably in his early twenties, early to mid twenties, and um, he um, asked about the basketball game. I, I didn't. I don't think I had any. I'm not sure if I had any tech gear on. I think I did. But I think I had a tech shirt on. Um, I said, "Yeah." I said, uh, "I was just here for the basketball tournament and was turning my." And uh, he said something about one school. I said, "No." I said, I, "I live in Lubbock." He said something about Texas. I said, "No, I, I live in Lubbock." He said, "Oh, the Red Raiders." And I, uh, I just said to him, I said, "Do you know who the most uh, famous Red Raider is?" And he just he just looked at me and he just said, "Pat." <laughs> I just I, think, I just think that's awesome about how just you know connected because you don't always see that with professional athletes, especially professional athletes that that become like superstars or superstars. You don't always see them still connected where in their professional city people know where they played college football or wh- where they came from and just his just his immediate rea- it wasn't patrick mahomes or it wasn't mahomes it was just pat <laughs> it's like yeah it's like you're correct <laughs> ding 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 uh 6 this morning here <clears throat> on the morning drive all right the uh texas tech women make it to the wnit find out today uh when and and who and uh, if it's a home game I, th- I think it's jamie about 90 to 95 percent certain that they'll play um at home the first couple first couple games uh you got to win to keep going um Kay, you got the automatic nit bid which there does there is such a thing that exists I'm sure they're really disappointed because they laid an egg in the Big 12 tournament and losing to TCU probably cost them an NCAA berth. berth. Mm. Um, so uh, Tech also, or the uh, Big 12 also got uh, Kansas State um, into uh, the WNIT, and then there was uh, there was one other on the team as well. So, um, you know, the, this, the uh, tournament did not uh, go like they wanted, obviously, uh, in losing to uh, Kansas State. Uh, last Thursday, but they do get rewarded for postseason play, their first postseason berth since the 2012-2013 season. So that 10-year streak comes to an end. Um, they did appear in the WNIT in the 2011-2012 season. Um, tech is 8-5 uh, and five, all-time in the WNIT. And look, it's not, it's not the um, ideal a spot, but it's a. I think it's a, a building block for them. Oh, step in the right direction. Yeah, step in the right direction. Sure, and then hopefully that uh, you can get, um, you know, build some momentum off of this, and um, you know, put yourself in a spot where it um, it leads to uh, some recruiting success and uh, and things like that, and um, hopefully you kind of get yourself in a in a position where. Like you said, you can um, you can build on this and and add to it, um, but um, you know, and now you know, you you won't play this. Hopefully, you know, hopefully you can go out and win a couple of games because that would really kind of kind of help solidify your season.
3: Yeah, that would that would show that it was. I mean, wasn't just uh, you know luck that you got in there, or that you squeaked in there, or mm-hmm. whatever that you were a quality team and. You did some damage. It be, could be good experience for some of the younger players.
2: Because I do think, um, I do think that man, you probably put yourself in a spot where you, you know, they wanted the they wanted the automatic bid, um, and winning over Kansas State, um, because what it what it is is the the automatic bid and the WNIT is um, the team that has the the best record that doesn't make the tournament, the NCAA tournament or the team that's highest ranked left? So, in this case, Kansas was ahead of you in the Big Twelve standings, so that's why they got the automatic bid. So, I don't think I don't think anybody expected them to lose to uh, TCU. But TCU, man, they damn near um, won uh, their their quarterfinal game. I mean, it took a layup um, with you know a couple seconds left. Uh, otherwise, TCU would have advanced on and knocked off Oklahoma. So, at any rate, uh, and hopefully the uh, Tech women can get a little healthier uh, because Katie Farrell did not play last Thursday. That, that frankly, was a bit of a surprise. Uh, and I'm guessing, I'm guessing uh, there was some kind of uh, concussion that was involved with her from basically the last two games in which she fell hard last Saturday, at, uh, a week ago Saturday at, at Iowa State, and then the game before – the Wednesday before that against uh, TCU, and maybe still had some lingering effects of that from last Thursday. But that that really hurts when uh, when she, when she's out of the lineup. So uh, we'll uh, we'll have that for you. I I think the guess is that it'll be Thursday. That first round of games those are Wednesday and Thursday. I think the guess is it's going to be Thursday because of the Wednesday baseball game. Okay. So, okay. but that that uh, doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be on Thursday because there's a Wednesday baseball game. But that's I think that's
3: the. So you are going to find out pretty quick then.
2: Th- this morning, yeah. This morning, that the full bracket. The full bracket will be announced uh, this morning, six uh, thirty-seven this morning here on the morning drive. Uh, any thoughts on um, the Big Twelve and the NCAA tournament, uh, and, um, and maybe who was left out in Oklahoma State?
3: Um, you got seven teams in, mm-hmm. and so that's that's pretty impressive. That seven. 70 uh, percent of your conference is in the in the tournament um you know as far as oklahoma state not not getting in obviously they're right there on the edge so,
2: yeah
3: you know it could have gone either way and they're listed as one of the first four out so that that had to be really disappointing for those folks
2: i would think so um and and, and probably uh there was a you know a loss in there that uh you know they just Kind of regret, or the way that they, you know, went out in the tournament. I don't know how much the tournament actually affected things. I think it affects. I think it affected think some things at the top. I think it, it cost Kansas a, a the number two overall seed uh, in losing by twenty to uh, to Texas. And now you kind of look at Texas. They go in as a two seed, and uh, their coach Rodney Terry is an interim. And now the question becomes is. How many games does he have to win in the tournament to get that job permanently, or is that even an opportunity for him?
3: Man, it's that's sad. If it, if it isn't, um, that being said, I understand that it was the, Chris Beard recruited the team, and he has to prove that he can be a recruiter as well as not just a good coach. But man, I, I just think he's done a terrific job this year, and winning the Big Twelve uh, Conference postseason tournament is um, it just adds to that. But I I bet you're right. I mean, I, I would think they, you know, if they go Sweet 16, he's in the conversation. If they go Final Four, I think he stays. I mean, if they're out before the Sweet 16, I, I think he's probably out. I don't think there's much chance for him.
2: Yeah, I guess my thought would be um, – I hear what you're saying. My, my thought would be that if he gets to the Sweet 16 um, – then there's that there's the conversation. But if he got to the final four, surely that would be a lock.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm sure, saying. I'm yeah, so no, what I saying. I
2: don't disagree with you. I thought because I, I thought sweet sixteen he would be a lock, but I'm not so sure now.
3: Yeah, I don't I I don't know enough about what the Longhorn boosters are thinking, but I would I would think he definitely puts himself in the conversation at that point.
2: So let's just say that uh, Texas doesn't retain him. Would you want Texas Tech to have a conversation with him?
3: One hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent.
2: Yeah. Um, that uh, and Texas Tech may make a decision on their next coach before Rodney Terry would become available. But there's a number of coaches that are in the tournament that uh, the names that you hear, uh, for the next Red Raider head man.
3: Yeah, I don't, I don't think, and unless the guy that they really, really want is not in the tournament, I think it's worth waiting for.
2: Yeah, a couple of weeks uh, at the at the very least.
0: The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
2: Time for this day in sports history. We're almost halfway through the merry, merry month of March. It is uh, March the 13th, 2023. Here is uh, Jeff McGuire with this day in sports history. And usually it's the merry, merry month of May, but I went ahead and kind of jumped ahead a little bit and said merry merry month of march forgot all of april <laughs> right
4: <laughs> well it's coming up right right because you don't care about the beginning of baseball season it's fine we that's get it. not true at all 1954 braves bobby thompson breaks his ankle mm. so you know bad day he was replaced however by hank aaron i'm gonna go on a limb <laughs> Say Bobby Thompson didn't see a lot of playing time later After that right At least not at that position 1960 The NFL Chicago Cardinals Move to St. Louis 1971 The 18th ACC Men's Basketball Tournament took place They crowned their champion South Carolina beats North Carolina 52 to 51 Hmm 1982, Men's Figure Skating Championship took place in Copenhagen. It was won by Scott Hamilton of the USA. I got three games for you for the NCAA tournament uh, selections that would be going forward in 1988. The 29th SEC Men's Basketball Tournament took place. Kentucky beat Georgia 62-57. to The 35th ACC Men's Basketball Tournament finished up with duke beating north carolina 65 to 61 and the ninth big east men's basketball tournament took place with syracuse beating villanova 85 to 68 kentucky duke north carolina syracuse blue bloods no doubt how many final four teams do you think i just mentioned in 88 none Incorrect. There was one. One? Duke. Duke. Oh, that's right. Was the one in the
2: group. Duke was the one, yeah.
4: 2010. The 31st Big East Men's Basketball Tournament. West Virginia beats Georgetown 60-58. to And yes, I mentioned that so Jamie could say that he was happy West Virginia won because Georgetown lost.
3: Yeah. What year?
4: Uh, 2010.
3: 2010. All right. And
4: in 2022, after a 40-day retirement, record-breaking quarterback Tom Brady announces he will play at least one more season in the NFL with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
2: I wonder if he'll make that same announcement today.
4: Uh, did you see his uh, tweet regarding, there There was some speculation that he was coming back? Mm-hmm. He said, clearly none of you have ever gotten your youngest daughter a cat.
2: Yeah, I saw that. He
4: didn't have time to come back. I don't think he's coming back. Not after that comment. He's being a, He's being a dad. Let him be a dad. And let the rest of the league not deal with him anymore. <laughs> it's National Chicken Noodle Soup Day. I'm a fan.
3: I love chicken noodle soup.
2: It's not my favorite, but I would, I'll would. i eat it. It is definitely
3: my favorite soup.
2: I like the vegetable beef the best. It's good.
4: This is a name I know but from Red Raider Basketball, but I can't pick it. Uh, Jamal Outler. From
2: uh, mid-90s? That's not familiar to me, Jamie. Me neither.
4: Former Red Raider basketball player. He's 31. Uh, Now, tomorrow, though, I'm giving you the warning, guys. You're going to be wanting to pay attention at this point in the show tomorrow. Okay? Birthday's tomorrow. Important. Today, however, William H. Macy, 73. Tristan Thomas, 32. Uh, Excuse me. Tristan Thompson, 32. Trent Dilfer, 51, Will Clark, 59, and Johann Santana is 44. And on this day in 1781, the German-born English astronomer William Herschel discovers Uranus, the seventh planet from (laughs) the sun. uh, His discovery of a new planet was the first to be made in modern times and also the first to be made by use of a telescope, which allowed him to distinguish it as a planet and not a star, as previous astronomers believed. Its orbit, it orbits the sun every 84 years and is the only planet to spin perpendicular to its solar orbital plane, which basically means it's rolling through the solar system as opposed to spinning, if you think of it in that kind of direction. In January of 1986, the unmanned U.S. space probe Voyager 2 visited the planet, discovering 10 additional moons to the five already known. And the system has a faint ring of stars around the gas giant. Keeping in mind, it was discovered in 1781. It has completed 2.88 orbits since it was discovered. And that is this day in sports history.
2: All right. This day in sports history. 6.50 this morning here on the morning drive. little history, history.
3: I found a Jamel Outler. Mm Mm-hmm. It was listed on the 2010-2011 men's basketball roster. I do not remember
2: Mr. Outler. I don't either.
3: I wonder if he redshirted and never played. I have to go and find the stats from that year. But he is there. Yeah. 6'2 freshman out of Houston Bel Air. <laughs>
2: Six fifty one this morning here on the morning drive. Were you surprised, and maybe you, you I, I realize you probably didn't have a whole lot of time to do any kind of just analysis, but just on the just on the surface of it, were you surprised that West Virginia got into the Big Twelve Tournament into the NCAA tournament over Oklahoma State? Oklahoma State won one more Big Twelve game than West Virginia. They lost one more game overall and West Virginia was nineteen and fourteen overall, seven and eleven in the conference. Oklahoma State was eighteen and fifteen, and eight and ten in the conference.
3: Um, going in, I would have I would have guessed yes that Oklahoma State would have gotten in over West Virginia.
2: Yeah, me too. Yeah, me me too. Uh, so that was a that was a that was a bit of a I mean, I, and I I thought that they that they would have an opportunity the Big Twelve to get eight teams in, but uh, you know clearly Oklahoma State like like you said they were one of the one of the quote first four out of uh, this year's of this year's tournament. The uh, the last four in were Mississippi State, Pitt, Arizona State, and Nevada. The first four out were Rutgers, um, Clemson, uh, Oklahoma State was uh, the first out, and uh, North Carolina. And no- North Carolina has been uh, flirting with this. Uh, all season long in terms of not making uh, the NCAA tournament, they then uh, declined an NIT bid. Mm -hmm. So I think their declining that was more of a, I think, a statement of, hey, if we're not good enough to play in the NCAA, we're not going to play in the NIT. I don't think that's an indictment on Hubert Davis of we're going to get rid of him.
3: I wouldn't guess so after taking to the championship game. before, right,
2: right, right, right. That's exactly right. So, I mean, clearly they're disappointed. And they were a preseason number one, and they're the first preseason number one to not then make the tournament. So, uh, obviously, expectations were high there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> extremely. <laughs> extremely high. Um, but uh, not going to not gonna work out for them. Uh, thoughts, comments, Yates Foreign Center chat line, go to double 973com for that, or the mobile app, benchmark hotline. Excuse me visual edge hotline God. visual edge it hotline i even wrote it down uh when you say something for 12 years it uh makes it almost second nature visual edge it hotline is open at 806-771-0973 that's 806-771-0973 if you want to uh have a comment or uh things on uh the state of uh, of things. We'll have uh, Red Raider Baseball with Tim Tadlock on the air tonight. That'll be at 6 o'clock. High School Fan Zone on tonight as well. Coaches from Estacado, Coronado, and Monterey uh, will make make a visit. And as far as uh, Coach Tadlock, he'll uh, talk about the weekend that was um, and uh, the week that's coming up uh, with the start of Big 12 play. No baseball game tonight for the Red Raiders. They'll play tomorrow night against UT Arlington and then Wednesday afternoon against UT Arlington. Man, yesterday was a gorgeous day for baseball.
3: It was a little bit chillier than was it? Than, than would be preferred, but it was it was nice still very nice out. Yeah, if you were in the sun, I'm sure you weren't hot, you weren't cold. So yeah, it was good. We had a, we had a good weekend of weather.
2: Did it get a little chilly in your booth?
3: We're in the shade, so it was it was a bit chilly, yeah.
2: Whatever. Everything's okay with you and Hacks. No no chilliness between you two guys, just, just the weather that was chilly. Never. <laughs> Never. Never. Nice and warm and snuggly, right? Mm, that's us. <laughs> that's you guys.
0: <laughs> Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
2: Thank you for being with us today here on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3. Dot com. We get this from the Yates Flooring Center chat line off the double T-97-3 mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. What do you think about the search committee? Kirby Hokut, Dusty Womble, Joey McGuire, and Norence Odiasse.
3: Um, I guess they're thinking a little outside the box there.
2: Well, they had a former player on last time with Tony Batte. So the former player um, aspect of it, I guess the you one you
3: wonder, I, I mean, is it 25, 25, 25, 25? Do, is everyone's opinion the same?
2: I wouldn't think I mean, I wouldn't think I, so. I wouldn't think so. Uh, I, would, I would guess there'd be some kind of collective. Uh, I guess maybe everybody would bring something to the table like there is with any kind of committee.
4: Um, I'm I, my guess is it's 40, 30, 20, 10. In the percentage
2: who has the 40.
4: I would hope Kirby Hokut. Yeah, I would too. I, but I would not 40%. be surprised if it was Dusty Womble.
3: Only 40%. Uh, I would yeah, I would guess it's
2: higher than that. I, I would think it's higher than that. I, mm-hmm. I agree with Jamie. And then, I mean, I
3: love Joey McGuire, but I mean, how do you pick him over, say, somebody who's been here a long time like Wes Kittley?
2: I, I think they're looking for a uh, Joey McGuire type of, person for basketball and I I don't know if that exists because I don't I think we'd all at least I would I would admit that um, you know I don't think that you uh, understood or I say understood I think you're getting way more than what you thought you were going to get out of Joey McGuire I think you thought he was going to be pretty good I think you thought he was going to be somebody that could you know immediately um, help you with the relationships with high school football in the state of Texas um, I, I kind of understood from the beginning there was a motivator. Uh, but I think in terms of kind of bringing everybody together—from boosters to fans to you know former players to current players to coaches—I um, think he's been above what was advertised. And
3: I don't I, disagree with any of that. I
2: I just don't know if you can
3: don't know that I, I'm not I'm not here to criticize him being on the. On the committee, it's like I said, you're thinking outside the box. You're trying to do something a little bit differently. Yeah. Um. So it, it is what it is. I, I mean, he, he all the things you said are, are absolutely true. He has definitely galvanized this fan base and he's brought energy and passion and we're all excited about football and all of those things. All of those things. I, I don't know that that makes him the wrong guy or the right guy mm-hmm. to help hire a basketball coach.
2: Yeah, no, I, I I understand exactly what you're saying. I, but, I was surprised by it. I'll just, I'll be, I'll be honest. I was surprised that he was on that committee because what do we want him doing more than anything else? Uh, recruiting and coaching football. And, that, and that's why I feel like, yeah.
3: is he really that heavily involved in this? Because you, because of what you just said, I yeah. mean, he's really focused on football and winning football games. So what are we going to hear during the season when we lose our first football game?
2: What was he doing? Maybe was if we he... weren't searching for basketball <laughs> coaches and worrying. About... Maybe we weren't flying all over the country trying to recruit a basketball that... coach and we recruited a defensive lineman, maybe we'd be better off. Right? No, I think that's fair. That's it.
3: And maybe a guy like Wes Kitley would have no interest in it and um, being part of it. Or maybe Wes Kitley is at a busier time of his season, but –
2: I mean, Joey Maguire's getting ready for spring football here in the next week or so. So, yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, I, I would it, think that'd be pretty busy as well.
3: Yeah, it just feels, I, I don't know, its that's that's odd to me.
2: Now, if you want to use Joy Maguire to help, here's the deal. If you want to use Joy Maguire, or Tim Tadlock or um, Wes Kitley or Krista Gerlick or anybody uh, on your coaching staff to help you recruit a coach, I get it. Well, don't you do that all the time anyway? Yes, yes, without putting them on the committee. yes.
4: Shouldn't you just have Greg Sands take him on a road trip that they take with the golf team if you're trying to recruit somebody?
3: I mean, you is know, this Hawaii, like if we hire this if we hire this guy and it goes bad? Oh, don't get mad at me. I mean, Joey <laughs> McGuire was on the committee.
2: Coach McGuire had the final vote and he said, "Blah blah 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 blah," and that's why we're in this spot. It's like, why would you want to put Joey McGuire in that spot, right? Seven twenty this morning.
3: Again, Coach McGuire's done great things here, so I am not here to criticize no. what he's doing. And and I can appreciate Texas Tech trying to think outside the box and maybe say, you know what, we're gonna we value different people's opinions, and you know sometimes you know different thought process or whatever is 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 a valuable opinion to have mm-hmm. in the process. I I just wonder. I mean. Is it really – is he that big of a factor, or is that just kind of – there's kind of a, and a show? I don't know.
2: Jamie and I talked about it during the break. I mean, and somebody brings it up on the chat line. Yes, Joey McGuire is the Jerome Tang uh, connection because they were both on staff at Baylor. But Bay that L-
3: goes back to the recruiting of them thing. Yeah. You, the right. committee – being on the committee doesn't bring it does in. It doesn't
2: mean anything. I mean, they can still yeah. have a – conversation. Joey yeah. McGuire can still have a conversation with Tang about and, – and Tang can still call Joey McGuire and be like, so I'm thinking about this Texas Tech gig here. What do you – what do, you, what do you really think, Coach? What do you really think, Joey? What do you really think? Be my friend here. You know, they can have that conversation without him being on the committee. Anyway, it is interesting. All right, let's uh, get some thoughts from uh, Dusty Womble, who was on Thedford-Nashby on Saturday on Double T-97-3. Up first, the differences in his relationship, and obviously Womble's a prominent donor because his name's on the basketball facility, and it's going to be on the football facility as well, and he's donated a significant amount of money. Uh, to texas tech over the years all right differences in his relationship with the team under coach beard as opposed to coach adams
1: mark ran an entirely different program than chris did so i was very close to all the teams that chris had here uh, not you know i don't think I, I wasn't in a meddlesome way but just i was yeah. around the team sure. a lot i traveled with the team a lot you cared a uh, lot. i sat in on film i i set in on coaches meetings and i knew all those players i I follow a lot of those players. So I still have, you know, personal relationships with Jarrett and Matt Mooney and Brandon Francis and yeah. Tyreek and Lawrence and, and Justin Gray and, and, uh, Zach Smith. And, and, uh, so, you know, a lot of those kids, I was, you know, I, I knew and they knew me and, and, uh, Mark ran a very, uh, more closed shop. He, uh, really was concerned about, um, uh, loyalty, and, and he had a lot of, you know, he, he wanted a real tight operation, and so I wasn't near as, you know, I wasn't near as involved or around the, the last two teams as I was. Um, I think, I don't think I traveled with the team to any game over the last two years. Now, I went to games, but I didn't travel with the team, so I flew back with the, with the team from Kansas City this weekend, uh, or this week after the Big 12 tournament, and I think that's the only time I flew with the team in the last two years.
2: Uh, he was also asked, and that, that, that last little bit there surprises me. I, I, I thought with as big a plane, cause they've, they take a big plane with a lot of people on it. Uh, and I'm not privy to the, to the travel roster, uh, or the, uh, you know, whatever they call it. I'm not privy to that, but it just seemed like as big a plane as they took that they would have taken a lot of boosters because generally speaking, it was, it was a large plane, uh, Co- he was asked did coach Adams lock people out because he was paranoid
1: when you hire a coach you want him to run the program as he best sees fit yeah. and that's what Mark thought was best for the program yeah. and so you uh, you do what uh, you want him to be successful and he needs to be able to do what he thinks is best.
2: And that's exactly right. I mean, you've got you got to have the head coach. That guy's got to be in charge. Your gal's got to be in charge, and they've got to have people around them that they are comfortable with, or that they are comfortable with around their team, uh, so that you know you don't have any wackadoodles. Don't want wackadoodles. Don't want wackadoodles. Um, he was also asked uh, Dusty Womble was about the program not discouraging use of the Bible in this incident, not being the lone reason as to why Coach Adams is no longer the coach.
1: People have sort of misconstrued uh, our the statement that the university put out. Uh, we certainly don't discourage any of our coaches or staff from referencing the Bible. Uh, Good. We, we 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 understand that faith and um, humility and all those things that are you know part of the Bible mm-hmm. are an integral part of what we're trying to build. I mean, we're trying to build. Um, you know, teams that, that are based on culture, and we would never try to exclude the Bible uh, from that. Uh, it was, and, and, and Mark, again, we didn't end
2: up in this position because of that one incident. Yeah, no. All right, that's uh, Dusty Womble. We'll get uh, more here this morning, but first, uh, Jamie's got a question of
0: the day that is next. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. What you got? What you got? What you got? What you got?
3: All right. My question today, Mm -hmm. you're hiring the new Red Raider men's basketball coach. Okay. And you look across the campus of Texas Tech, and you say, "I want the basketball basketball version of blank." Fill in said blank. Take into account, take into account personality, take into account style, take into account the success they've had. Who do you want?
2: I want the basketball version of Joey McGuire. That's what I want. Somebody that can uh, that can coach, that can recruit, that can relate to the current player, that can relate to uh, the average Joe's, that can relate to the hoity-toity, that can um, shake hands with the governor and the garbage man uh, in the same moment and uh, make both of them feel like that uh, they're uh, something, and um, and you're going to pay him millions, but he's not going to act like he's a millionaire. That's what I want.
3: Okay.
4: This is tough. Because I, I, I'm i trying to pick between two. Tim Tadlock and Greg Sands. Because both of them have had enormous success here on campus. But you kind of want a little more liveliness in a basketball coach than what Tadlock would supply. And if you've ever heard Greg Sand sitting in the stands at a Texas Tech basketball game, he's a lively guy. Oh. He's a fiery guy when, when the officials are not quite being the officials that they should be. Um, <laughs> so I lean toward Greg's, when you look at the huge success, though, over the tremendous like 19 straight NCAA appearances for the golf team. Imagine that for basketball, what that would be here. And Texas Tech is a football school. So, you kind of need somebody that's okay playing. I don't want to say playing second fiddle, but they're not going to overshadow Joey Maguire while having that success. So, I'm going to go Greg Sands.
3: Okay. I mean, I like both of your answers for different reasons. Uh, the key here for me was the success that they've had. Okay. Um, eight and five is nice, it's right. not a national championship. No, it's not. Wes Kitley is my answer. He's won a national championship. If at the end of the day, the basketball version comes to fruition, he wins a national championship, that's the guy I want. Mm -hmm. If we hire a coach that coaches here for how many years has Wes Kitley been here? 20-plus. Is consistently ranked inside the top five, top ten. And at the end of the day, he 20 years from now, we say, oh, he retired with a national championship? That's the guy I want. I mean, Sands and Tadlock, ton of success. They've gotten close. kitley has got the ring. That's what pushes it over the top for me. And you're right, Tadlock, personality-wise, wouldn't be a good basketball coach because he doesn't yell and scream at the officials enough. That's what basketball coaches are supposed to do.
2: I like your answer. I think uh, I think there's a lot of um, kind of uh, personality traits that Coach Kitley has, uh, that some some of which I described in what I was talking about. He's not as um, well. Clearly,
3: he can recruit. I yeah. mean, there's no question.
2: Right, and I think clearly he can communicate with people. I mean, he's his down home, and is you know, I think he's I think he's got the ability to. Talk to those above them and below them and at the same level in terms of however you look at it—that in in economic life or social life or uh, well, whatever looking, educational life.
3: Okay, you're you're focusing so much on what goes on off the court well I, i'm but, I'm focusing on winning no no but i mean there's
2: there's there's two
3: there's... <laughs> like they make the alumni feel happy no it's, it's
2: not about I mean, making the alumni feel it's, win games. it's it's not well sure because what makes everybody feel happy is winning okay uh i guess i'm just assuming that uh i mean on one hand you can never assume that that they'll make the right decisions during a game um but yeah, no. I mean, I, I obviously, well, he's, nobody makes all the right decisions. You know, obviously, the game. He's, he's 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 coached him up. But yeah, no, I I I don't I love, I like your I like your comment, and I, I like your, your
3: answers too. I yeah. like your both. I think both of your answers are good as well.
2: Okay.
4: Am I the only one now that wants to see uh, Coach Tadlock coaching a basketball game just once? No. I just <laughs> haven't sat there with the his hands I don't. <laughs> yeah, yes. Hands in his back yes, pocket you going. You really think that's the right call? Oh, I'm just. I thought I'd ask a question. Okay, <laughs> like I could see him having as the ref comes by every you know possession back and forth. I kind of want to. I want a mic on. I want a mic on Tadlock at bat for a basketball game.
3: Yeah, I no. mean, a lot of times people complained last year about Mark Adams not yelling at the officials mm-hmm. enough and sitting there with his arms crossed. Right. I think that was kind of what we would see from Tim Tadlock as a basketball coach. He, he just I mean, he doesn't stand there and wear out the officials all the time.
2: No, and I think there's a, there, I think there's there's a, a happy medium there between, quote, wearing out the officials and and also, you know, biding your time. I don't think you can wear them out on every single call or every single play, because I think that comes back to haunt you because officials are people, too. <laughs> right. They are.
3: Well said there are they are people, people too. too
2: you know, and i I don't think they want to be berated uh every time up and down the floor and i I think that you've got to there's a happy medium for that and i'm I'm not here to tell you that I know what it is. it's just you know as a casual observer of it, you can see that okay, maybe sometimes that your your voice isn't being heard at all as opposed to how many times especially this this seems to happen more in baseball than it does other sports where they'll say. Well, you know that it might be, it must be a, a strike or a ball or whatever, because so and so never complains, and when he says something, that's listen to a little bit more because he never complains. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a lot to be said for that. Um, let's see. So Chuck wants someone who will willingly accept his sport coat with a straight face. Heinz <laughs> <laughs> more worried about off the court. You don't say. Well, how, how about if I just go ahead and go all the way in? All right, I would like the next basketball coach and his staff to wear a coat and tie on the sideline. I mean, that, that I would like that. I'd like to see the all the men's basketball coaches be a little more professional looking on the sideline. And I realize that that doesn't help you, coach. But I do feel like that if you're kind of suited up and you got a tie on it against your. You know, Adam's apple down there that <clears throat> you, you know why you're there as opposed to just to practice. Those are your opinions. That's my opinion. Right. Yeah. 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 That's what I'd like. Um, but again, that doesn't necessarily make you a better coach. I get it. Plenty of good coaches don't do that. Yeah. I, I
3: don't think it has anything to do with it. But.
2: uh it doesn't pertain to the question of the day, but I think we need to have a coach like Shaka. I know he's locked in with Marquette, but I think Shaka Smart would excel if we had him. What do you think?
4: I don't think he wants anything to do with the Big 12 again. Not that he can't coach, not that he's not a good coach or good recruiter, but he's been in the Big 12. Didn't have the success that he wanted to have here.
3: I would be open to it, but I don't think he is.
4: Yeah, that that's
3: my point. Yeah.
4: I, I don't think he's open, uh, uh, interested in it anyway.
2: So of all the names that you've heard out there, does one stand out to you that you're like, man, I really hope that they go after him?
3: Uh, yeah, Jay Wright.
2: Okay. I'm I'm with you. I just don't know the, how interested he is in coaching I again.
3: I wouldn't guess so. We have a shot.
2: Yeah. Sean Miller, would you take him? Mm. He's at Xavier. Mm-hmm. Would you – or are you more Grant uh, McCaslin? Or are you more – Paul Mills from Oral Roberts. How would you feel about that?
3: I don't hate the thought of it being an up-and-comer.
2: Okay. How about Calvin? Calvin Sampson's son, Kellen. No. No, I'm with you on that. Um, how about uh, I? Th- I would be really surprised. Well, I don't know. I think I'd be surprised if it was an assistant coach that we haven't heard of. I think, I think I'd be surprised by that, but I'm not going to dismiss that.
0: The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
2: Hey, good morning. It's uh, 8.15 this morning here on the Morning Drive. Uh, Jeff has linked the uh, Dusty Womble interview with Thetford Nashby on Saturday uh, on the uh, Double T 97.3 Yates Flooring Center chat line uh, presented by Happy State Bank. So if you want to... Uh, Give that a listen. You can, uh, Jeff's made it uh, extremely easy for you to uh, to do that. <clears throat> uh, that's Ole Miss is the second worst Power Five job after Nebraska, zero history and terrible hit facilities and fan support. I doubt he succeeds there. Oh, I think he'll succeed there because I think succeeding there is getting to the tournament with Chris Beard going to Ole Miss. Okay, and then not I think the
3: kind of succeeding that you felt like he had the potential to do at Texas.
2: But. No, not at all. But I think once once he gets them to to, uh, to the tournament here in the next, let's just say, next two or three years. Um, then, and if he stays out of trouble and uh, doesn't, minds his P's and Q's, then that'll put him in line for a bigger job. Okay. I mean, this is a stepping stone, per se. Uh, it'll, it'll. I mean, this is, I, I think based on what happened to him on December, the whatever, and then getting fired in January and now having a job in early March, I don't think he, I mean, I'm surprised it's at this level, even though it's Ole Miss. It's
3: a heartwarming story.
2: Yeah, right, right. All right, Um, (laughs) it's time for uh, this time of year. We have uh, the uh, Scripps Spelling Bee that will take place uh, later on this month. It's presented by Double T97.3 and Optimum. Uh, The winner of the actual Spelling Bee We'll go on to Washington, D.C., our nation's capital, and participate in the big-time spelling bee. So we're proud to be a part of it, as is Optimum, and is uh, getting you ready for it. We have a little exercise in, in spelling uh, that will take place on a daily basis here on Double T 97.3 during the morning drive and Tech Talk. Jamie will ask me a question, and I'll, or a, sp- a word to spell, and I'll see if I can spell it, right? Yeah. And then the same thing will take place during Tech Talk. I think Dr. Mike is going to be the presenter and uh, AD is going to be the spell-or. Okay. you have a word for I me? I think he's,
3: I think it's speller.
2: I speller. I know. I was just being, I was trying to be, yeah. trying to be funny. Mm-hmm.
3: <clears throat> I do. I, I have a, I, I'm going to give you an easy one. it's a layup to start with here. I'm just going to ask you to spell a specific sport.
2: Okay. Okay. Lacrosse. No. <sighs> That's a city. Okay.
3: <laughs> Today's word for Chuck to spell, mm-hmm. the first, is Taekwondo.
2: Taekwondo. Okay. Oh uh, Taekwondo. Okay. T-A-I. Q-W-O. K-W-O. D-O-O. or K W
3: O D O O. Okay. <laughs> Somewhat close.
2: T-A-E. T-A-E. Okay. Uh Uh-huh.
3: K-W-O-N-D-O. I don't know why you went with two (laughs) O's at the end. Taekwondo? (laughs) Right. Well. (laughs) Yeah, the A and the E is the hard part there, and you went A-I. Okay, well,
2: there we go. I'm O for one. O for Um. one.
3: Taekwondo, that's not an easy one. I mean, but it was a sport. When you so. said
2: when you said you were going to give me somewhat of a layup sport, that was, I would I would hardly call that a layup. Not going to
3: lie, fully
4: expecting him to say, "I need you to spell Arkansas." That's what I was expecting there when <laughs> Jamie set that up.
2: Uh, so he says this will be interesting to see who Beard picks for his staff. How many from UT head to Oxford? I I think they might look at that and go. We've touched that hot stove once. We got we got on that plane once. <laughs> Nothing really worked out for us too well. Although there'll be maybe a number of those guys that may go, oh, I need a job. I know what I'm getting there. Sure. <laughs> you know?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I know what I'm getting there.
3: They understand the nature of the beast and that they're going to have to bounce around a little bit, all yeah. that good stuff.
2: Right. They're going to. Work at 3 o'clock in the morning and all those kinds of things. Uh, somebody wants to know, will Mark Adams going go to Ole Miss? I have no idea. Wouldn't – I don't know. I don't know. He's got $4 million now. Why would he want to do that? But who knows? Maybe he would. Maybe he would. All right, 8.20 this morning here on the Morning Drive. Uh, Dusty Wamba was on uh, Thetford-Nashby on Saturday. And uh, we've uh, played a few things uh, from it so far, but uh, here's a couple more. Uh, from uh, Dusty's conversation with Gary and David. A really good interview. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here we go. Uh, I think
3: contractually you have to say David and Gary.
2: I said Gary and David. Mm -hmm. No, David and Gary. Well, if it's Thetford and Ashby, shouldn't I be able to say Gary and David because just in terms of balance for Mr. Ashby?
3: Maybe so. Maybe
0: so. Mm -hmm.
2: Here they are on uh, finding a coach uh, for the Red Raiders. He is a little bit of a
1: unicorn, uh, in that he has all the Texas ties to high school football, great energy, uh, able to communicate with donors and, and, uh, and really builds relationships with that complete roster that's over there. And that's very difficult that program is certainly where we would love men's basketball and all of our uh, athletic teams to be. And, uh, if we say we're going to go find another Joey McGuire for uh, basketball, that's going to be a, a very tough <laughs> order.
2: And, and that was so with regard to having Joey McGuire on the on the search committee. I, I, I got to say this. I mean, <laughs> I like the direction that your football program is headed, but I really like where your basketball program has been within a possession of winning a national championship. And so far, the football program hasn't even sniffed it, even winning a Big 12 championship, let alone a national championship. So – I, I don't know that I want to go that far. I mean, I think the culture over at football and the head coach, I think the things that's the infrastructure, it appears, okay, and I'm not in there every day. It appears that it's better. appears that it's on its way to those types of things. But your basketball program has won a Big 12 championship. Your basketball program has been within a, you know, a hair of, of winning a national championship.
3: Yeah, but I mean it's not right now.
2: No, it's not it's right a now. It's right now. Right now it's it's a, it, and it's it it just goes to show you how quickly it can come undone too. Right? Yeah. And and all those kinds of things. All right, so that's that. Um here is uh, here is uh Dusty Womble uh, also talking about the uh the inquiry uh, that Kirby Hocutt did uh, with the players uh, during the uh, Mark Adams brief suspension?
1: Yeah, I was not involved in those player meetings. Uh, that was, yeah. uh, you know, Kirby really, people want to call it an investigation, was an investigation. It was really an inquiry. We, he wanted to know really what the inner workings of that program were like. And I think really the result of that led more to the end result that we ended up with than anything that mark actually did and didn't do over the last two years so i think your assessment that uh that program was a little dysfunctional uh Mm -hmm. is accurate
3: say something yeah remember earlier i was kind of goofing on you and criticizing you a little bit about not not really criticizing but just having fun with you about Not wanting things to change. Yeah. Like you don't, you want coaches in shirts and ties because they've always been in shirts and ties. That's what you want. And that's just because it's always been that way. Mm -hmm. That's why you want it. Mm -hmm. I I just, this all feels so odd to me. I mean, we're sitting here listening to an interview with a booster. Okay. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: And we're talking about, we're listening to the booster, talk about the inner workings of what the inquiries and the interviews with the athletic director and all that were about and what was discussed. And we're asking a booster questions about, was our basketball program, were the inner workings of it a mess or not a mess or all of these things. It's just really odd. Man, college sports are different. I mean, five years ago, ten years ago,
2: three years ago, maybe i
3: I mean you're man you gotta you gotta keep the boosters away from the players you gotta you know we all knew that money men were making helping to make decisions and all that, and whether it was legal or not illegal, and now we just are completely embracing it. here we are as a radio station, like we need to listen to this guy, he's not the a d we don't need to hear from the AD. The booster will tell us all the dirt. The booster will tell us what's going on. I'm not saying any of it's wrong. I'm not saying any of it's illegal. I'm just saying, man, college sports has changed. It's odd. It's really odd to me.
2: It is odd. Um, we'll get some thoughts from the yates Foreign Center chat line. No, and I, I think the other thing that is a little odd at this point is uh, all that we have seen from Texas Tech has been releases. And, and maybe Kirby Hillcut will have a discussion or have a, a statement beyond when, when the new coach is hired and have more of a, a discussion on it. But uh, so far, it's been... That's been interesting. That's that's to say the least of uh, what's transpired over the last week.
0: This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of double T ninety seven three podcasts at double T ninety seven three dot com.